kids, we aren't going to see the other players for a while, so I just wanted you to know that we're going to get through this adventure arc fine. Uh, it may be two episodes without them, it may be four. I really don't know how this is going to go, so how are you feeling? Um, I read a lot of books on divorce. I don't know why. <laughs> divorce or the vores? Oh, Oh, I misread the title. It says Vor. I've been reading a lot of books on Vor. Oh my god. I'm I'm not surprised. Yeah, so um obviously if this uh like if this uh uh adventure doesn't go to certain places, then I'm gonna be a little disappointed. You're going to be down in the mouths. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, just real down in the maw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, down in the dumps. Is this a you're going to be the one getting eaten, or yeah, I, you're I, going to do? Are you going to eat? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to be the one to do the eating. Or it always, you know, like he's he's medium size, you know, a humanoid creature, so he's probably going to be, be too small to do any eating. Um, I mean, I think it probably would, you know, satisfy the jollies if we recreated that chapter from Gears of War 2 where they're inside the giant worm and just like using their fucking badass chainsaws like throughout its guts and stuff. That'd be a pretty fucking cool adventure. I mean, I was actually going to say you could go weirder and it's like, oh, oh, no. Boy has turned into Paschetti, and now someone's slurping him up because he's all made of Paschetti, oh, and he's my. not people anymore. It's what happens when you when you teleport to an unknown dimension. You just get spaghettified, and who knows why? I mean, that's like a card in Magic: The Gathering, where like you know, if you summon a planeswalker, you have to roll a d twenty to make sure they're not spaghetti. Carbonarization. Yes. You turn both into a crab and a pasta. <laughs> Mmm, crab carbonara. Mm. You can taste the eggs and the crabs and the people. I had no <laughs> idea for a bit, so thank you for going along with this. Sorry for all the people who are horny now. Bit over. Roll the music. Thinking of all like the different what like each what kind of pasta each planeswalker for Magic the Gathering would turn into. Submit your suggestions in the comments. <laughs> oh my god. Nicole Bolognese. Alright, we're off to a good start. Good, good. Okay. I don't know any magic of the Kevin cards. Um oh just shit. I'm gonna need to think of a second one. I mean, we all know that like like Chandra's pasta would be very spicy. spicy. Well, are we talking about pasta or pasta dishes here? I, you know, I think, like, the thing is, bolognese is a sauce, mm-hmm. so I think we're including it under pasta dishes. Listen, anything. Honestly, I just feel bad for whoever gets turned into fucking gnocchi. Oh, God, there's... Uh, gnocchi bolus! <laughs> gnocchi bolognese! All right, cool, we can continue with the podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm naming this episode. 
That won't make sense at all. And I'm spelling bolognese wrong. Hi, I'm Eric. I'm AK the Bastard. I play Oi, the punk drow monk. Uh, he likes to hit things. He likes to rock the hell out. And right now, he is on an adventure with his comrade Koyos, his brother Felric, and some other associated drow to go find a helm, I guess. I'm Madison. Uh, I'm playing Koyos, the uh, crocodile druid, lizard folk druid. You know him. You love him. Uh, the dogs had to stay behind, which is very upsetting. No, no Barry. Barry not here. Uh, and we're gonna punch doors. And I am Luke, your game master. I have read not but manga, weekly comics, and then multiple books about the Planescape setting for the past month or so. That's, that's what, that's what caused all of this. So, welcome to my madness. So, the two of you walk out of the door, and are brought into this fantastic site. You see gray stone buildings all in front of you, but it's not as if there's some horizon that you can't see them anymore, because you are now inside the ring of the Taurus of Sigil. So the buildings are all on the inside, local gravity so you know you look up and there's buildings and theoretically if people were outsiders like you they would be able to look down and see you or look up and see you you know everything's relative here that's a lot of building yeah and a lot of um gravity i don't know which way to look anymore and as you are sort of standing kind of fascinated you both of you give me a wisdom save oh great Mm mm-hmm I rolled a six. Close. Oh, actually rolled really good with a 19. Ooh. Well, Koyos, you've got a sense that how you got here is weird. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever seen an early photo editing job? It's just clearly really off, but they're trying their hardest. Mm -hmm. That's how your memories kind of are right now. I mean, you you remember that you were here for a helm, and you remember leaving everybody behind except for your rival group, who is similarly just kind of looking confused right now. That rival gang being Jarlaxel, his crew, and the weird undead abominations that are the Crawdaddies. R.I.P. Morning till I join you or until I forget which gang I was trying to bring here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we saw that in the Discord. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, initially it was going to be Dog Bank that was here as more of a fitting uh, revenge group, but uh, no, it, it's Jarlaxle and the Crawdaddies. Okay. The Crawdaddies back, back at it again, mm-hmm. but as zombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, undead. Undead abominations. Ah, mm, I, mm, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jarlaxle sees the two of you and then whistles and their gang runs off to the left down a long winding road. And uh, yeah, y'all are kind of just looking here, a slight sense of unease. What's you up to? What do you want to do? 
You want to look for anything in particular? Um, I'm going to try to get like a general lay of the land where everything is just to kind of see if there's like any similar buildings that I'd be able to familiarize myself with. Like if there's a tavern or if there's like a, you know, like a store or something. Something familiar. There are so many uh, like things that you can recognize. Uh, Sigil is both the and also not the center of all reality. Okay. Like mm. all universes, all the planes meet in a place called the Outlands. And in the center of the Outlands is a massive, infinitely tall spire around which all magic ceases to work. But at the top of the infinitely tall spire is Sigil, the ring where you are, where magic works and there are portals all over. Uh, but, you know, around here, there's all sorts of uh, things. There's bars, there's uh, shops. Uh, there's a uh, store nearby called the Friendly Fiend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So we have to find some kind of a hat, right? Yeah, it says uh, a ship's helm that you can wear on your head, which is what I have written down. But it's probably wrong in, uh, you know, in in memorizing it. Mm-hmm. Where on our head? Yeah, exactly. How are we going to find that? I don't know. I mean, we'll see if, like, you know, Felric and his crew have any ideas. And I take it they've already run off to the side? Uh-huh. All right. Uh, there, There is a sort of familiar site. There is a warforged who's just sort of minding their own business, and then they look and see you. Oh. Hello, how are y'all doing? We're good. Uh, we, you know, we just kind of flew into town and, you know, we're, we're looking for, uh, like, we're looking for any ship's helms. Uh-huh. So, uh, you looking for a tour around here or? A tour? Uh, yeah, yeah, sh- sure, we can take a tour. <laughs> All right, you got the jink? Uh, uh the, the jink? Mm-hmm. Shiny rocks? If you got shiny rocks, I can take them. Yeah, sure. And Oi hands him, like, I guess a couple silver pieces. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you're looking for a ship's helm. Yeah. <laughs> that you can wear. Like for a costume party. I guess. Um, yeah, sure, we'll go with that. We're the Punch Beef Himbo Squad. <laughs> we have a collective, uh, very small intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you you don't have much in your brain box then. We're just told to go find a helm. Who needs brains when you got these and oi flexes? Koyos takes a second and uh, uh then mimics him. Yeah. Alright, uh well I will uh take you around here and give you a bit of a scan. So right now you've reached what is colloquially known as the lower ward of Sigil. And it it it's called this because Way, way back, many years ago, there was lots of uh, gateways to the lower planes, and uh, that is not the case anymore. Uh, you know, names stick even if they're not necessarily uh, important anymore or quite truthful. Yeah, around here, lower is kind of a relative term. Are you familiar with the Nine Hells or any of the other infernal dimensions? Sounds like a lot of Hells. Yeah, that sounds like way too many hells. I mean, would I, uh, out of character, would I know about them? Or, like, is there anything in Drow Croucher that would, like, signal that I've heard about them? Yes. Okay. Loth lives in the Lower Plains. Okay. When she is not carrying up. Right. She wants to speak to the manager of the other Drow gods. <laughs> 
want to speak to the manager of the other nine hells. Yeah, she's like, I think we've established like turf. Uh, I'm sorry. Lolf is basically Shelob with turf bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So uh, you're clueless uh, and you need a ship's. Is, is this some sort of weird prime can't? Prime ant? Can't. Oh, can't. The way that, you you know, when you say something without really saying something. Oh. You can say things without saying things? You are a pair of sods, aren't you? <laughs> uh, or he flexes again. <laughs> yeah, you're not really tumbling to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I, I got someone who you... Do you know how to talk with pictures? No, no, I, I don't need to. <laughs> or or starts to think first through his porn book. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know who you need, but I'll take you to Akeen. Ooh, okay. Oh, boy. What do they do? They find things. Okay. Oh, perfect. Because we need something to find. A thing. The helm. And we'll punch any doors it takes. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I am... Sure, you're very happy that you will not get arrested for being as uh, hard thinkers as you are. Exactly. All City Watcher bastards. There's no City Watch here. A-Quab. Oh, no. Uh, the City Watch here got uh, run out a while back. Eldra would like that, I think. I'm already liking it here. This is nice. All right. And he sticks an iron behind each of your backs and guides you into the Friendly Fiend, which is a... A uh, store that is filled with various curiosities. Ooh. And it ranges from like, oh, here is a tiny toy that if you look at it, it glows to here's a sword that just looks really badass. Okay. Very cool. And uh, it says, hey, Akeen, I got a deal for you. Well, I got two people who you can uh, help out. I'm, I've done my job. And he takes off. Bye. Bye. Because <laughs> he got paid by you already. And uh, from behind one of the counters comes this sort of fox-looking creature. I'm going to stick in a picture because I believe I downloaded one. Nope, nope. I just downloaded pictures of dogs. <laughs> Always good. Yeah. Oh, it's it's great to have pictures of dogs. So yeah, he looks very much like a fox humanoid, except on the top of his head, he has these black spikes sticking out. He has a very long mustache. And he says, ah, yes, welcome to the Friendly Fiend. How can I help you? Well, I'm Oi, and this is Koyos, and we are looking for... Hi. And we are looking for a ship's helm that you can wear on your head, unless we're getting it wrong and the DM is not going to instruct us otherwise, because we need it to find a treasure. Mm hmm Well, I have all sorts of treasures here, and I might know what you're looking for. Oh. And where it exists. You do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'd be really helpful if you told us that. Yes. You see, Sigil is a city of doors. I assume that you come from a prime plane. Where where do you come from? Lizard Swamp. The Underdark by way of wa Waterdeep by way of the Underdark. Ah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you serve, uh, Zangar? Zambar. Xanathar. Xanathar. Xanathar? 
I mean, he's the one that told us to come here. Mm-hmm. 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 And obviously he put his best men on this mission. Yeah, we're supposed to, like, race them or something like that. All right. There was a ship and a captain, and they became separated many years ago. And this captain had one treasure he prized more than anything else. It was the last sign that he had been the captain of his ship. And when he and his ship were separated, they were never to be reunited. And so this single treasure that he had is something he defended with his life. And he learned how to scrap well. The problem was there were people who he could not defeat. And in the defense of his treasure, it became bonded to his head, you might say. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he still lives. It is amazing what one can do with broken dreams and a heart chained by misery of the world. Oh, that sounds kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, if it's still his treasure and it's attached to his head, uh-huh. it's the one thing he likes. Yes. We have to take that from him? Yeah. I mean, is there anything that you see in here that you like? I have a wide selection of curios and curiosities and magic items. All right. Yeah, sure. We can take a look mm-hmm. around. We, we got some shiny rocks on us. Yeah. Plus, you know, if we're either going to race my brother and his gang or help my brother and his gang. I, I guess the least we can do is, you know, try, try to prepare ourselves, make ourselves nice and hearty. And then I and I go and I and I just kind of shadow box a little bit, throw a couple punches to uh, to signify non-verbally to the shopkeep that I am a monk of some kind. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, take a look and see if you uh, find anything that you like. I'll roll a d20 to see what interesting things you find. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that for each of us or just 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 away? That is for each of you. Okay. Hot dice, hot dice, hot dice. I rolled a one. The coils rolled a ten. So, Oi, you start looking for something that, like, looks to be very, like, interesting and important. And you you quickly get distracted. Okay. Uh, what you find is a bottle of pills. And they are very brightly colored. Okay. And they sort of sparkle. Okay. All right. And they look tasty. I hold up the uh, I hold up the, the bottle of pills, and it's like, what are these? Those are star jelly beans. Oh hell yeah! I I, I take the jar of jelly beans, and I and uh, how much? Two gold. One gold. One gold. Ten silver. One gold. Five silver. Deal. All right, cool. And I give him the one gold and five silver. And I eat one of the jelly beans. It is very tasty. All right, cool. (laughs) He got some very tasty gummy beans. Yeah. (laughs) Very overpriced tasty gummy jelly beans. Like I said, this is the Punch Beef Himbo Squad. I offer (laughs) one to uh, Koyos. Oh, okay, yeah. I eat one too. It is also very tasty. Mm. Koyos, you find a button that says laughter on it. Oh, oh, this is nice. What is this? Press the button. I, I press the button. You hear laughter come from the button. Oh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. 
Gotta check my sound effects folder to make sure I got it. Just some, like, canned laughter. Yeah. Yeah. God, yes, perfect. There are many orators in the city who are not necessarily skilled at what they do. Oh. And so this allows them to theoretically make a point or a laugh. Oh, so kind of when you need some laughs, you got some laughs in a button. Exactly. How much for the laugh button? Ten silver. Okay, <laughs> I just hand them ten silver. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, you you say you've come for this helm, and you you seem interesting. How would you feel about a mission? Oh, we love missions, especially if they involve punching. Uh, uh, yeah, Koyos Boy is, flexes. Koyos is busy, like, putting the button on his uh, belts. Uh, mission is good. Will the mission help us get the hat that we need? Yes. Once you've accomplished your mission, I will tell you where you need to travel to get the hat. Or talk to the man with the hat. Mm, okay, okay. Perfect. Sweet. Okay. So, right now you're in what is known as the lower ward. And let's see, you, you, you say you're good at punching things and handling things of the pugilistic need? Oh, hell yeah. We're very good at that, yes. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. There is someone I need you to meet with. You're going to head east, or I assume you need better directions. Mm -hmm. You're going to look outside of the building and head to the right. Okay. Okay. And that will bring you into the next district of the town, the Hive. There is a man who will be likely going through some sort of mishap. You need to help them out. Uh-huh. Okay, we can do that. After you've helped out the man, tell him Akeen sent you, and uh, you'll be good. Okay. Sweet. That's easy. Yeah. We can totally handle that. I, I, I bring out, I uh, show out my hand to so Koyos can give me like that predator high five where they're both flexing. <laughs> Koyos does that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Akeem. And then we, uh, you know, go out the building and head to the right. I do, I do like to imagine that they stood outside of the door for like a hot second and they both had to do the thing where you hold out the, the, your, your finger and thumb to see which one is left and which one is right. Yeah, no, we definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that way. And like as you start heading, you notice that every once in a while there is this mat, there is this white glow that seems to shoot overhead, like right in the middle of the ring, either going to the left or going to the right. Huh. And sometimes there's only one, sometimes there's a few of them. And as you like sort of follow it with your eyes, you notice that there are sets of two beams, one on what is ostensibly the top of the ring and one that is on the bottom of the ring that seem to be points where some of these white glows stop. Oh, hmm. I wonder where those lights are going. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to make a perception check, even mm -hmm. though it's at a disadvantage. That's where the Z is. Hot dice, hot dice, hot dice. Actually, uh, you wouldn't really, you would have that disadvantage from being a, oh yeah, no, you're not in direct sunlight. Okay. There is no sun. There is weird inner light here. Okay. 
Yeah, so I rolled an 18 plus four. Uh, that uh, that brings me to a 22. Uh, yeah, you're able to sort of follow it. And it looks like as you walk closer to uh, the direction you're heading in, uh, one of these beams on the bottom uh, has like a door that you can get and a guard uh, standing outside. Yes, one of the beams has a door and a guard. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe it's a special door. Goes to the special place. Yeah, I think I'm going to check out that door and punch the shit out of it. I don't know where the special place is, but I bet that door goes there. Yeah. But first we have to find the, the guy who's in trouble. Yeah, okay, fine. That that's like more productive punching. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get more um we'll get more extravagant with our like or like what we punch for. Our purposes of punching, our pugilistic whatever. Pugilistic purposes, so to speak, later after we complete this mission. Right, right. As you are as you're having this discussion, you see People walking out of the door and handing bright blue rings to the guard. Bright blue rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, would they look familiar to any of either of us? Mm. Nope. And when I say ring, uh, like those pla- hard plastic floating rings that you like use in pools when you're learning how to swim or like learning how to dive, like they're about that size. So uh-huh. maybe a okay. Foot or so. We're talking more right. like like sonic rings rather than you know yeah. rings mm-hmm. on one's finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. Okay. All right. Understood. Yeah. So we might need us some of these rings. We can get us some of these rings and save the day. It would be cool if we could get a ring just to show it to the rest of everybody when we go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's have a look at that. We get the. Oh God. We're so gonna get those rings. <laughs> so are you getting distracted by? The distraction I put in front of you, or are you going to try and help? We are getting distracted by the concept of, of getting the rings later, but I think we are still on the, the hunt for the dude in trouble. Yeah. Fair enough. We're like, okay, we're going to save this guy, and then we get some rings eventually. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're totally going back for those rings. <laughs> like, we're kind of making a mental to-do list of our distractions, but, like, that distra- the, the distraction of the primary mission was placed in front of us first. <laughs> we have to deal with this distraction first. Yeah. Order of distractions. Fair enough. So as you are uh, walking by, you see various taverns and uh, shops that are open. And uh, you see this massive building that is belching out smoke and flame. That's kind of when you realize that the air here is not super great. Mm. And uh, there's a bookstore that you pass and a ruined, uh, actually, no, a Newly restored temple to a god you have not heard of. Okay. And then eventually uh, you pass another one of the giant uh, towers that's connected to another tower on the top that's connected to the ring that people keep flying through. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you, you get to a massive gap. This massive gash filled with water and sewage and other incredibly gross things. And you notice that, like, the quality of the area that you are in is much, much worse. So we're, like, in the rough side of town. Mm. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope that our adventure basically divide, devolve into, like, streets of rage. <laughs> or, like, just, like, like, each party or, like, each group that the party's broken up to is kind of, like, a different, like, bullshit video game <laughs> we're ripping off. But, no, okay, we're in the rough part of town. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We're about to go Mike Hager on these. No, motherfucker. No, actually, Oi would be more like Guy or Cody, and obviously Koyos would be Mike Hagar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab somebody and just suplex them into the ground. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> right, so uh, we're going to keep our eyes out for this guy we're supposed to help. Mm-hmm. And as you are walking, Oi, roll me a uh, perception check. Okay, not at disadvantage. Mm-hmm. No son. I-, I rolled a 17. You're feeling a lot lighter, as if your coins are all gone. Uh, Oi stops to uh, check his, like, pockets for a second, and he's like, shit, where'd our coins go? Koyos, do you have, do you have, check your pockets. I think we might, coins. Oh, God. I, I will check my, my belts for my coins, or my, my shiny rocks. Your shiny rocks seem to be missing. Oh. Damn it. Like, it, can we see anybody running off? Uh, it is... Hard to tell. Romeo investigation. Investigation. Ooh, that's an intelligence check. <laughs> Uh-oh. I rolled a three. Can I attempt to help? It won't do much because I also have zero intelligence. Yes, roll. Oh, Koyos is on high alert, I guess, because he rolled a 19 uh, plus zero. Uh, Koyos, you are able to smell you and Oi's uh, distinct smell through the air, and you do notice a person casually walking away from you. I kind of grab, uh, Oi, and I'm like, this, this, here, this way, and just, like, start walking, like, at that person. All right, we're, we're gonna, like, follow him and look tough while doing it, to blend in. <laughs> How are you trying to look tough to blend in? You know, like, Oi has, like, a hard scowl on his face. He's got his hands on his pockets and his chest's all puffed out. And he's like... And Koyos is a big crocodile man, so I feel like there's some inherent, uh... (laughs) Yeah. uh, Oh, no. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this guy seems to either not notice you or, uh, he does not seem to be bothered by you following him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Does it look like he's going anywhere? Uh, yeah, it looks like he is heading back past the, uh, big temple to Hades and sort of in the direction that you came from. I think we're just gonna, I think we should just confront this guy. What do you say, Koyos? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna bully this guy. We're gonna walk, yeah, we're just gonna bully a guy. We're gonna walk up to him, beat like, oh, he gives him a little shove, like, hey, pal, don't you know to not take things that don't belong to you? <laughs> and I p- try to push him into Koyos. Roll an intimidation check. All right. I rolled a eight. <laughs> so it comes out like, hey, you, 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 you get your damn hands off her. <laughs> That's my, those are my shiny rocks. I don't know you. <laughs> That's my shiny rocks. No, no, Koy, Koy, Koyos, help me out. I don't think it's working. Well, if you're going to push it, push this guy into Koyos. I like to imagine that he's just behind it and Koyos just kind of like grabs him by the shoulders and be like, can we have our shiny rocks back? So you grab the guy and he doesn't seem to be bothered and he has sort of yellow lizardy skin and some sharp pointed ears and a very flat nose. And he says, why are you saying I have your rocks back? Yeah. We can smell them on you. Well, I can, yeah. You saying I smell? Smell like us. Oh, and so you think that means that I stole something from you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't think that it means that we're just relatives then? I don't think so, no. Oh, uh, you, you're, you're primes, though. You're a prime like me, right? 
Yes. I think. Like, always, uh-huh. always trying to do tough guy things while, like, trying to further this line of questioning. <laughs> like, like, flexing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two of you, your primes like me, we all love walking around in our lands that we come from where there's one or more suns up there. And How big is this guy? Gris. Uh, he's about the same size of you guys. Okay. Okay, alright, so he's not, he's not exactly a I-can-pick-him-up-and-shake-him kind of situation. I mean, you could try. I will give it a shot, I guess. <laughs> so are you saying anything as you try and grab this guy? No, he's just still talking, and I just kind of lift him up, like, under the, the shoulders and just kind of shake him and be like... <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a baby. Alright. You know, baby's the thing you're supposed to shake. <laughs> uh, make a unarmed strike on this guy. An unarmed strike. Okay. 13 plus 5. That's an 18 total. So, uh, yeah, that is enough to grab this guy. (laughs) He's like, oh, you think you know what you're doing here? Kind of. Just just kind of shakes him. Uh, He says, well, you have to be smarter than that to catch me as he turns blurry and you are suddenly not holding him. Oh, I look at my hands like, what the, what, where did he go? Like invisible blurry, like a chameleon or? Oh, no, he teleported a few feet away from you. Uh, I'm going to, uh, so like, uh, but we can still see where he is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go chase him down. All right. So we are going to be entering into oh, running combat. Running combat. All right. So I will need initiative rolls. Okay. All right. That is a 13 total for Koyos. I I rolled a 14 total. So he is up first, and he is uh, heading uh, in the opposite direction. He is running as fast as he can. Oi. Yes. What are you up to? Uh, I am going to uh, use a dash action to Mm -hmm. keep up with him. And I have a speed of 40 feet. Fair enough. You were keeping up with him. Koyos. Uh, how fast is he moving? How fast are both of them moving? Uh, he's moving at about, uh, they're both moving at about 40 feet. Ah, okay. Uh, I guess for now I'm just trying to keep up with them. And I will also, uh, I suppose dash to keep up with, with this whole situation. Okay. So are you just going to keep dashing until he seems to stop running? Yeah, uh, I, I, thi- I think. Or are you going to try something different? Okay, hold on. How many key points do I have here? Okay, I got five key points. So, um, yeah, I'm going to spend one of my key uh, to use uh, da, 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 Step of the Wind. You can spend one key point mm-hmm. to take the disengage or dash action as a bonus action, and my jump distance is doubled. So I'm going to spend a key point on that to try to, like, tackle him. All right. Uh, roll me a dex check. All right. I rolled, I rolled a two. Uh, no, two plus four. I rolled a six. <laughs> Uh, you try and, like, jump in front of him, and he just blurs for another second. Damn it. And he is off to the, your side. Koyas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just, for for the moment, I'm just trying to keep up with him. Because it seems like every time we try to grab or attack him or anything like that, he just kind of, uh, teleports through that. So I'm just gonna run until I tire him out. All right. So, he is going to keep running on his turn. Oi. All right. So, uh, like, so, Koyos, do you have anything that, like, we can use to, you know, like, ensnare him or catch up to him? Because, like, it could, you know, like, metagaming a bit. Because I'm a monk. All I got are physical spells. Koyos is a druid. They might have 
anything that like, or, you know, like vine snares or fireballs or some shit. So actually I do have something. Okay. Uh, I am worried that he will just teleport through it, but I can give it a shot as this continues on. Uh, okay. How far ahead of him? Uh, how far ahead of us is he? Uh, you've been keeping up. He's maybe about 10 feet ahead of you. Okay, cool. Excellent. Perfect. I cast Entangle. Beautiful. Uh, and so that is going to cause grasping weeds and vines to sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square, uh, starting from a point within range. So I'm going to just basically start it right where he's at. And then so 20 feet in front of him is all just going to be... Uh, tw- 20 feet in a square around him is just all going to be uh, grabby vines and weeds. Uh, and he has to succeed on a strength check, strength saving throw, or be restrained. Uh, and that DC is 13. A 13 strength. Yeah, he rolled a nat 20, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Sigil is a bad place that most things don't grow. Mm. What does grow here is called Razor Vine. Oh. And so a few of these houses have Razor Vine growing on the walls, presumably to deter people from trying to break into houses. Also, oh, it's just a big old dick to try and get rid of. And so now there is a massive square of razor vine that has grown out, and he is on the other side of it. <laughs> and we are not. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Damn it. And on his turn, he runs into a small bar. We follow him in there. Uh, yeah, once you have traversed the razor vine, and there is a, well, actually, as you start to go, a gray-skinned, horned creature with a shock of white hair comes up and angrily gestures at you, and uh, then something weird happens. Uh What happens? Uh, When he speaks, he does not say words. Instead, he presents you with symbols. Uh. Symbols? Uh. Mm -hmm. I have posted the symbols. Into here, you are free to totally disregard these symbols. Oh my god. Oh, this is why you were on this kick. Okay. Um, I, now, I, I, th- I looked up what a Rebus puzzle was, and this isn't it, but, you know. No, this is, this is me trying to be easier than doing the Rebuses as they suggest within the game. This is... Emoji Rebuses. E- emoji Rebus? Or emoji. Emoji Rebuses. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, why did you question? Oh, it's a crown. It's crown. Look, look below. Oh, yeah. Oh, crown. Yeah. Okay. I, I had to redo it because my computer does not recognize whatever emoji it had. Why did you grow a tractor? Wine? Uh, so, okay, yeah, ra- tractor. Ra- ra- yeah. Razor, Razor vine. Vine. Okay. Th- yeah, that that guy stole our money, and we're trying to stop him. And I, I can just um, I what I can basically just drop concentration, and uh, when the spell ends, uh, the conjured plants will wilt away. So bye bye, Razor Vine. <laughs> As you do that, and I assume keep going, another set of symbols that you are once again free to ignore pop up as you head into the bar, and inside it is dark and unnerving. And coming in, you notice that the only other people in here are presumably people of the same race as the guy who stole your money. You've wandered into the face of Gith Tavern, a Githzari bar. 
Oh. Or a Gifzerai bar. Oh. Welcome to Sigil, Cloyos and Oi. Hope you survive the experience. And that's where we end, episode one. Oh my god. Oh boy, Punch Squad, Beef Squad is way out of our depth. We are, we are very good with, with puzzles. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke, your Game Master. You've been listening to RPG Pals Club at rpgpals.club. Uh, but yeah, we're available everywhere. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know. Also, we have a Discord. We have a Twitter. Leave reviews. We have a Patreon, but no one really uses that, which, you know, it is it is fine. Uh, but yeah, we also all have some other projects. I'm personally on Twitter at Coltrek. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. And if you're looking for a new show to listen to, I am the producer of the new podcast, Tales from the Outlands, which is a podcast about a D&D campaign I'm in with 17 other players, plus our Dungeon Master. So it's the Dungeon Master, one of the other players, and then me as the producer, in a much more reserved personality, talking about this wild campaign we're in. And I've been Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard. You can find everything I do on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks. You can also give me money by getting my music at rhythmbastard.bandcamp.com and get my new music as I release it at patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. By the time you're listening to this, I have a game that I did music for called Retromania Wrestling, available February 26th. I'm Gina Dazer. Uh, you can find me online at Twitter, if you still use it, because it's full of interesting things every day at adazer a-d-a-s-e-r or if you want to see some of the arts i'm working on i have patreon at gene underscore adazer and you know just be good to each other watch some episodes of shinya shokudo the japanese version it's very good the ones on netflix are not the first three seasons so it's worth it to look it up it's just wholesome good slow experiences content it's just nice I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at frunding underscore loom. You can also hear me on the Established Property Playhouse as Lem. We are doing a uh, Pokemon fun time campaign with our uh, Game Master Luke and our resident uh, crocodile Madison. Hi, I've been Sahoni, uh, also known as Gar Atkins, but you can find me on Twitter at Sahoni underscore stuff. That's S-A-H-O-N-I underscore stuff, where I work as a game designer and podcaster. You can catch me on my other podcast, uh, Barking Points Memo, which is a current events comedy podcast where we like look at the news and then we yell about it, but hopefully in a funny way. You can also uh, catch up with uh, the progress of my almost completely done book, uh, Exceptionals, which is an RPG inspired by X-Men about the spaces and communities that marginalized people made for themselves. And I'm, I'm basically just in the art phase right now, so I'm doing a lot of art streams lately. Would be fun to hang out and talk with y'all. Hi, my name's Madison Rowan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at QuipsterRecru. Everything I do will be linked over there. You can also hear me on Luke's other podcast, the Established Property Podcast, as you heard before. I play Kaz. And you can also hear me on a podcast I do with my brother called Let's Make Something, a podcast about making stories from randomly generated words.